Hello there, friends. Welcome to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, where we value community over competition, clarity over confusion, and confidence over comparison. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, wedding photographer and business coach dedicated to the success of your business. I believe you were built to belong and that you're not alone. And I am so, so glad that you are here. Thank you so much for listening. Well, if you've been listening for the last few weeks, you know that I have been working on the launch of a membership. Well, maybe you don't know that. I You know that I was promoting a masterclass, which was specifically to launch my membership. I have wanted to launch a membership for a while. It's a really amazing idea. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. And the masterclass happened. And it kind of was a flop. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you what happened. And I'm also going to tell you why I can, how I'm going to reframe it from a flop or a failure into a learning experience. And I thought it would be helpful for you to hear this as well, because I really value authenticity and honesty on the podcast. And I wanted to invite you along on the journey. So I was inspired by Braden Drake. Braden Drake has a program called Profit RX that I was in. It was great. He helps you figure out the tax and legal side of your business, which is so important. He has a podcast. It is a really great podcast. And he talks a lot about his goals and he shares on the podcast his goals with everyone, his profit goals, because his membership is all about turning a profit and building a profit. And I love that every so often he does a profit report. So he literally tells you exactly what his profit goals are and he tells you if he met them and what he's going to try to get there and so on and so forth. So I decided to take a cue from Braden today and tell you what happened with my launch, what my initial launch plan was, how it went and what I have learned from it so that if you plan to launch anything as well, hopefully you can learn from it too. So let's go ahead and dive in. And I'm just going to first talk to you about my initial launch plan that I've had. So the idea behind the masterclass was that I was going to use it to promote my membership, which I was calling Christie's Biz Besties. It's basically a mastermind community where we would have every week we would have calls where we would talk um, about goal setting. We would have masterminds. We would perform CEO audit days where we can get those tasks done that we that usually fall through the cracks. And we were also going to have co-working days. And the reason I'm so passionate about this idea is because as business owners, small business owners, especially, especially if you're a solopreneur or you have a very small team, we spend a lot of our time alone. We don't have big teams. We are usually just working from home in our houses. No one's cheering us on when we do things. And, you know, it's a very lonely um, place. And I was actually part of a membership in 2020 from Chelsea Foster. It was called the Empowered Boss Lab. And it was incredible. And legitimately, that membership was the first time in my life that I felt like I was crushing my dreams consistently every single day. And I talked about that before on the podcast, but it was amazing. So I just felt this desire to bring other people along on the journey and help other people to know that they're not alone. I am also a Rising Tide Society leader and one of their mottos is community over competition. 
And a big, you know, value of Rising Tide is letting people know that they're not alone and helping them to know where to start, where to find out the next step in business, and truly just to make them help them feel seen and valuable. And it's so important in business when a lot of times we are competing with each other and trying to land clients and like it can be a very cutthroat world. So I really believe in the membership and I'm excited to relaunch it again at some point, but (laughs) it didn't really go how I planned. I'm going to tell you why, but that was the whole purpose of the launch as I was planning to launch this membership. And the idea is that people would sign up. They would initially sign up for $30 a month. I was going to offer, I was offering a founding rate for $30 a month and the founding members would get that for life. And then my goal eventually would be to bring it up to around $100 a month because I really do think it is that valuable. So that was the plan. I formed this plan. It was kind of somewhat haphazard. I knew that I've had this idea for a while, but for the last two years, I've struggled with self-doubt and imposter syndrome. And I've talked about that on the podcast as well. And so I have kind of been dragging my feet. Well, I decided, you know what? I just needed to set a date and I need to push myself to do the launch and get it out before, you know, by this date. Because if I, if I pushed it off more, I knew that I wasn't really going to make a lot of progress. I am the kind of person where I have to, like, I have to commit to things and commit to people to follow through. Otherwise, it just, it just doesn't happen. So I set a date and I decided I'm going to move forward with this date. So I set the date for October the 10th. And again, it was kind of arbitrary. I I wanted to launch it in uh, Q4. I didn't want to wait until Q1 of next year. I wanted to go ahead and launch it in Q4. So I, I set a date for October 10th because that was the soonest that I could do it in Q4 because I was speaking at some conferences at the end of September and the very beginning of October. And so I knew that I wouldn't really have time to launch it before then. So I have been doing some community building Over the last few months, especially with my Monday mindset calls, I've been hosting mindset calls every Monday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time with female entrepreneurs, most of them locally, but a few people have joined outside of of the upstate of South Carolina, which has been amazing. And my hope is for them to grow bigger as well. And by the way, if you want to join those, you can go to christyjohnsoncreative.com slash Monday to sign up. So I've been doing that. I had been a part of a lot of networking groups. I'd been giving some, you know, I, I had given my presentation on a networking group. I'm also the founder. I'm not the founder. Wow. Definitely not the founder. The leader of the Rising Tide Greenville chapter. And so I know some people through there. And then I had the opportunity to speak at some conferences as well. So I was invited to speak at the Makers and Shakers conference at the end of September. It was September 24th to 26th, I believe. And then I was also invited to speak at the Wedding Education Summit put on by Mark and Colleen Wheeler from Wedding Festivals. They're amazing. Oh, my word. It was so fun. It was legitimately, it was the best. I am so glad that I went. Maybe I can talk about that some other time on the podcast, but it was amazing. So I was invited to speak there. I think it was October 4th and 5th. So I thought I could use the opportunity of connecting with people at those conferences to kind of build community and, you know, get my name out there a little bit more and have people sign up for the membership. 
And so that's kind of just what I was thinking. And I'll tell you what happened and, and why it didn't really go how I thought. So I set a date. I decided I'm going to go for this because I was just tired of sleeping on the idea and not really doing anything with it and feeling like, ah, I'm not doing anything. So I went for it. Now, one thing that was super duper helpful is I, a few years ago, I think it was 2020, maybe 2019, probably 2020, I signed up for Steph Woods. She has a program called Coursology. And I signed up for her program when it was the beta version, which was so great. It has been so, so helpful. And she has a launch planner spreadsheet. So I was using that to kind of plan my dates and think through my content that I was going to need to post to, to make my launch go smoothly, um, to get all the emails finished and, and ready to go, all the pipelines and the sales funnel and that sort of thing. So basically what I did was I just put in my launch date and then she kind of pre-fills pre some dates in for you and tells you, you know, this is what sh you should be talking about on your, you know, pre-launch runway and everything. So that was my plan. I don't remember when exactly I set this plan in motion. It was pretty late in the game. I think I want to say it was like early September and I was planning my masterclass for October 10th. So I didn't really spend a lot of time thinking about it because I knew I wanted to launch in Q4. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. So that was kind of the plan. It was haphazard. It wasn't really, really, really well thought out. I just thought this is what I want to do. So I'm just going to try it and go for it. That's kind of how I do things. I just decide to do things and I do it. And sometimes it's a big success and sometimes I fall flat on my face. So that was my plan. So next, let me talk to you about how it went. And then I'll talk to you about some lessons that I learned from it and kind of how I'm going to pivot after, after this launch. So the speaking engagements kind of snuck up on me, you know, as things do. And so I was spending a lot of time those weeks before the conference is really, truly just working on the conferences because I really, really wanted to, you know, serve the audience well that was there and make really good connections. And that needed to be my focus. Also, busy season for photography and editing kind of snuck up on me as well. It was a busy time for Steph and um, me. I co-owned Stephanie and Christy Photography with my sister-in-law, Stephanie. So it was a busy time for us. So the conferences kind of snuck up on me. So I was spending a lot of time in the, in the upcoming weeks, the weeks leading up to the launch on those, those speaking engagements because I really, really wanted to do them well. So again, like I said, I made a rough plan with Steph's materials. I, I think it was maybe three, two weeks before the conference, before the first conference, the Makers and Shakers conference, I made my schedule, my calendar for the next few weeks. And I realized, oh my word, I don't have time for like anything. <laughs> I realized that everything was going to be full to the brim because I still do work part-time as a photo editor. So I had catalogs that I knew that I was going to be expecting to edit. And I also had our own things to edit for Stephanie and Christy photography and our own photo shoots to do. So I made a calendar and I, and I set all these things up and I realized that I wasn't going to have time to prep for my launch and do it on October the 10th. So I changed it to October the 12th, which was two days later because I needed some time on Monday, Tuesday after the conferences, Monday, Monday October 10th, Tuesday, October 11th after the conferences to work on my webinar materials. But I didn't want to push it back even farther because 
I don't know. I guess it was just this thing. I guess I would have felt, felt like I failed if I pushed it back farther, which in hindsight, maybe I should have. But again, it's just my personality. I I like to just do things and go for it, even if they're not fully ready, because I feel like in the doing of the things I'm learning and growing for the next time. So even when I'm not fully ready, I'm still putting stuff out into the world because that's that's gross for me. And I kind of learn as I go. That's 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 how I learn. And I also, you know, know that perfectionism holds me back and it holds a lot of us back from doing things. And I'm a big believer in, you know, the mantra done is better than perfect because we are human and I don't think that we need to expect perfection, especially, I don't know, it's just me running my business, okay? (laughs) So yeah, it stuck up on me. I decided to push it back two days and I, I maybe should have pushed it back further but I think if I did push it back further I wouldn't I wouldn't I think that the same thing that happened this time probably still would have happened it would have just happened later so I'm actually glad that I pushed myself to get it done and then I'm going to take the lessons that I learned from it and go from there so anyways the master class got moved from October 10th to October 12th and I still plan to start the first day of my membership on October 17th so I didn't know my webinar topic until a couple weeks ahead. I was brainstorming it a little bit with my business coach. We didn't, we came up with some really good ideas. She was invaluable to me. Holy moly. We brainstormed some ideas and I came up with a general topic, but I didn't have like a catchy title. I was just like, you know what? We're going with this. This is what it's going to be for now. So I settled on why your business makes you feel lonely and stressed and how to get inspired again. And I just kind of, had some rough ideas in my head of what it would be, what I would talk about. I knew exactly what the membership was going to be. I knew what the structure of the membership was going to be. But as far as the webinar to, you know, tell people about the idea, tell them why it was valuable, how I could help them, that was kind of fuzzy in my mind. So I kind of started asking for signups before I even really, I I didn't know anything except the title really. (laughs) And kind of like the three pillars that I know that my membership was going to focus on, which is confidence, so mindset boosting, hilarity, so I help people with with breaking down tasks in their business into smaller, easy to accomplish tasks, so that it's not confusing. So clarity over confusion, you heard it in the intro, and community, community over competition. So I knew that I, that's kind of what I was going for with the master class. I started just inviting people to show up. I ended up getting 31 people to sign up for the masterclass. And I had six people show up live. Two of those people were my own family members that were supporting me. And I'm very glad that they were there because I felt way less awkward having them there. And I think two of of the four people who were not my family members stayed the whole time. And one person actually did sign up. So I would say that's a pretty high conversion rate. <laughs> One person actually did sign up. And the number of people who showed up live versus the number of people who signed up is pretty good too, as far as a ratio. But I don't really have a lot of data to say that it was actually good because again, I only had 31 signups. I didn't really write my webinar until about two days before the masterclass. So I didn't really write, write the content. 
and kind of make the slides until two days before. However, I did already have a template kind of in place from Steph Woods course that I took a couple of years ago because I beta launched my course, the Freedom to Flourish course, which eventually changed into the Freedom to Flourish community, which eventually changed into Biz Besties that I was launching and will probably change it to something else. And I'll get to that at the end of the episode and, and some fun, exciting news. So stay to the end so you can hear that. So yeah, and then I didn't really set up my follow-up email campaign before the launch because again, I had the conferences two weeks before. I had editing to do. And legitimately for the three weeks, so the, the two weeks of the two conferences and then the week of my launch, so three weeks total, my schedule was was blocked out hour by hour from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I don't like living my life that way. And it was six days a week. I don't like living my life that way, but that's what I had to do because it, it was such a busy time. So I didn't have time to write my follow-up email. I also am kind of tend to procrastinate when I don't, when something is new for me and overwhelming, I tend to procrastinate and put it off because I like things that are like easy wins that I know how to do. But I'm going to kind of use this as, as a good thing because now, now that I, I actually started to, to do it, I feel more confident going into the, it, going into the, going into it the next time. So I think it's going to be better from here on out. So that's kind of what I did and how it went. So there are definitely some things that I learned that helped me to have a better success rate when I do launch the membership again. But before I tell you about what I learned, I do want to tell you kind of how I felt after I, at first I, I had zero signups. I had zero signups for a few days and one person did sign up a couple days later and I ended up refunding her and canceling because I'm planning to launch Biz Besties. Well, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Biz Besties is going to become something different that I'm really excited to share you share with you in just a minute. And then I'm going to launch my paid program a little bit later when I have more people on my list. But what I did because I was feeling really discouraged because I put in all this effort, so I thought, into the masterclass. And I was just kind of like hoping that I would get five signups. That's what I needed. I, did, I don't think I shared that with you guys either. I wanted to get five signups. So I had like a good, better, best goal. Good. What I was going to be happy with was getting five people to sign up. Better was going to be 10 people and best was 15 people. So I really wanted to get five people and that's what I was going for and what I was hoping for. And I thought, oh, for sure I can get five people. That's not that many. And I just kind of thought that if I just wished for it enough, it would happen <laughs> without actually having a legitimate strategy. I did have a strategy from Steph Woods, but I, I did not follow it through. I didn't do everything that she suggested to do. She says to have your, you know, replay ready. She says to start planning like eight weeks in advance. I only started planning four weeks in advance. So I didn't, I didn't follow her, her template that she gives exactly. And I think that's why I didn't have as much success. And maybe I would have had more success with a course than a membership. But that's, you know, I'm not sure. So the one thing that I preach on this podcast over and over and over and over again is community. Reach out to your community. Talk to your community. Tell them when you need help. So after my launch kind of flopped and I didn't get any signups, I reached out to one of my Facebook groups and I said, I'm really discouraged. This is what happened. I don't know what to do at this point. 
And I just want some support and some encouragement. I got some really, really amazing ideas from, from that Facebook post. So I'm very glad that I was open and honest and shared kind of what I was going through. Yes, there were some comments that were not helpful, some that were negative. And that is kind of the downside, you know, the other side of the coin in terms of online interactions is it's still, sometimes it's, it's, it's not quite as good as face-to-face. I love Zoom communities. I've had some really amazing interactions in Zoom communities, but especially like comment sections, you know, that humanity is kind of not really there as much. So I got some negative comments, but it's fine. But the amazing comments that I got were so, so helpful. So there are some things that I learned. I learned that memberships are more helpful when you have a bigger audience and you have more people to sign up. In fact, Brayden shared with me some actual numbers in terms of how many people he, how many signups he needs to get and versus how many people sign up for his class, which was very, very helpful. And so I just didn't have the numbers needed to convert. Not only that, one of my business friends, Jen Vasquez, she has an amazing Pinterest membership called Pinterest Strategy Academy. You can follow her at Jen Vasquez, V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Jen Vasquez coach on Instagram. And she said that she didn't see any of my posts about the masterclass. So what I learned was I need to promote the heck out of the masterclass. And I need to start my promotion of the masterclass way early. I don't think I started really promoting it to my, to my audience until the week before. I was promoting it at the conferences that I went to, but I didn't really promote it to my email list or to my social media pages. So I need to promote it early so that I make sure to get more signups. So that is the lesson number one that I learned. Promote the heck out of the masterclass. Just talk about it. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. The algorithm is so strange these days. And, you know, people people say that they feel like they're repeating themselves on on social media, but that's kind of the name of the game right now because our posts are being seen by so few people by like a really small percentage of of our audience or actual followers so next time i'm gonna promote the heck out of the masterclass i'm gonna talk about it in a lot of places facebook instagram in person i'm gonna do some email blasts i didn't really promote it to my email list except for one or two times maybe maybe just one time so that was a mistake that i made that didn't really help me out. I think because I felt like I was talking about it so much, so much, but I wasn't, I didn't realize that people weren't actually seeing it as much. So that is one thing that I'm going to do next time. I also didn't promote it on Pinterest at all. I didn't make any reels about it or videos about it. And, and reels are doing really, really well. So next go around the next time I launch, I'm going to talk about the masterclass a lot more. I, I I feel salesy when I do it, but the truth is people don't see all the posts. You know, I think there will be a way that I can do it in an authentic way because I, I really value authenticity, but that's beside the point. For next time, I'll do that. Another thing that I learned is I need to write the webinar before the emails. I need to write it ahead of time because I need to know what content is going to be in the webinar and what people are actually going to get out of watching the webinar or the masterclass. Steph suggests say masterclass instead of webinar because the map because the webinar is usually like 
you feel like they're not really going to teach you that much. But in a masterclass, we do, I do teach on the masterclass. Yes, there's a sales pitch at the end, but I really respect people's time and value people's time. And I want them to know that they're going to get something out of it because they signed up. So I'm going to write the webinar ahead of time next time. I can even use the one that I gave as a blueprint, like it's already ready. So again, it's going to get better. It's going to get better and better and better. But I need to write it web ahead of time so that I know exactly what content is in it so that the audience knows exactly what they're going to get when they sign up um, and what to expect. So I think that I may switch the title because there were three kind of main points to the masterclass. So next time I can say, you know, the top three X, Y, Z, and people will know exactly what they're getting out of the masterclass. And then I need to write the follow-up emails ahead of time. Writing the follow-up emails ahead of time is going to be key. I didn't do that this time. And so I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants there. I was planning to write them, you know, the day of. But since I didn't get the five sign-offs that I needed to start, because I was saying that I was going to launch on October 17th, which which I'm recording this on October 17th, but I don't think you're getting, I think you're getting this maybe the 24th or something. Since my, since my emails were saying, hey, we're going to start this day, I didn't get the signups that I needed to really feel like it was valuable to people who, the one person who paid the money. So yeah, write the emails ahead of time and then maybe plan if, if I'm going to do a masterclass, I'm sorry, if I'm going to do a membership, maybe plan more time between the masterclass and the actual start date of the membership because I still had like maybe maybe five emails that were five to seven emails that were still supposed to go out to remind people um, and kind of prime the pump and get them to to convert that were still supposed to go out but I didn't get enough to continue the, the membership so maybe next time have just kind of tweak the dates a little bit more and figure out what will work better for the audience. So that's what I learned. Promote the masterclass, write the webinar ahead of time so I could tell people exactly what to do. And I also learned that, you know, maybe a membership is not the right move at this point. Maybe I need to do some more list building before I do a membership. So that brings me to what my next steps are for Christie's Biz Besties. I am very, very excited about this. This is some of the ideas that I got from the Facebook post that I made reaching out to my community. This is, I am kind of reworking that, those ideas that I got to make Biz Besties valuable to people, but also my audience is not ready for membership yet because my audience is not big enough for membership yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer more free community building. And you can actually go right now to christyjohnsoncreative.com slash bizbesties. And you can see all the free things that I'm offering. So I'm offering free masterminds. I'm still doing the Monday mindset calls. And I am also going to offer some free co-working sessions. So basically, it's a little taste of what the paid community was going to be. But now it's for free. So the lemons, making lemonade out of lemons is beneficial to you because now you're going to get some free educational content, which I'm very, very excited about and free community building. So you can go to christyjohnsoncreative.com slash bizbesties to sign up for that. So I'm going to focus on more free community building and I'm going to focus on list building. I'm actually in Amy Porterfield's List Builder Society, but I haven't worked through the material. So this is my motivation to get through that material, work through it, build my list more so that I have a bigger audience so that when I am ready to launch a membership, I have more conversions. 
And then I'm going to regroup and really hone in on my services. So I haven't really been offering a one-on-one service as a business coach because I've been focusing so much on, I want to get these courses done. I want to get these, this master, this, this membership done. So I've been focused on the courses membership, but not really a one-on-one service. And so I've kind of been doing it backwards. So I am going to brainstorm and figure out what my one-on-one service, my offering can be and use that as a way to make money because I still need to make money while I'm building my list, doing the free community building and, and those sort of things. And once I figure out what that is going to be, then I'm going to update my website and all of my content to really reflect that. And I'm going to use the strategies from Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller. It's an amazing book. It's step-by-step. He is so, so helpful. And I really highly recommend that book. So that's what my next steps are. All for more free community building, you can go to christyjohnsoncreative.com slash bizbesties to sign up for the things that I have going on right now. I'm going to focus on list building and I'm going to regroup and decide on a service. And once I do, I'll let you guys know so that you can uh, hire me. (laughs) And and then I'll update my website to, to make it really, you know, the thing about websites, I've talked about this before. You can listen to my episode on websites, which I will link in the description. But when, when people go to the web, your website, they need to know exactly what you offer them and how they can sign up for it or get in touch with you. You know, like a restaurant. When you go to a restaurant's website, you're looking for that order now button. And so that needs to be really prominent and really visible. And the website needs to make it clear like what it is that you're doing. So now I'm just kind of repeating the stuff from that episode, which you can still do. It'll be in the description. So my plan is to regroup readjust my website right now when you go to my website people are like what do you do i'm not quite sure so i want to make sure that it's really really easy people easy for people to know i'm going to promote that service really really heavily and then just kind of keep doing the community building which i love i really do love it it seriously is so life-giving and then plan to relaunch a membership at some point in the future i'm not exactly sure when that will be but I fully believe that everything happens at exactly the right time. It, it does. I'm not late. I'm not behind. I'm exactly where I need to be. And you, my friend, you are not late. You are not behind. You are exactly where you need to be. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please let me know. You can message me on Instagram at Christy Johnson Creative. And let me know what you thought about this. Should I do more episodes like this where I tell you what's going on in my business and what my plans are? This podcast is called Crush Your Goals with Christy. So I thought I would share some of my goals for you this time. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you can go to christyjohnsoncreative.com slash bizbesties to see what free calls I have that you can sign up for. Thank you, my friends. I'll see you later. You got this.